was that? Ah, you changed it up, yeah. <laughs> you went from Yo MTV Raps to a Budweiser commercial. From 1998. Yeah. <laughs> I, Which is a step up. Yo um, MTV Raps was like 1989. I'm, so. staying, I'm staying with the times. Yeah. That's what. That's what the cool kids are saying now, right? Uh huh. That's what yeah. the, them was, kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's horror related because you know they say it in scary movie. They do say it in scary movie, which is not exactly horror related. <laughs> it's horror related. It's just not good. <laughs> Those movies are better than you think they are. Ah, uh, okay. All right. How you doing? I'm not going to say they're good, but yeah. whatever. What's going on? Uh, not much. Uh. I so I, I you know I I'm a homeowner now. Mm-hmm. This is this is my first one. It's homes are they're expensive. They are, and so we have a backyard, mm-hmm. and you, we have a sliding glass door, and there's like a little concrete area, and we wanted to make like a nice little hangout spot in the backyard. So dropped a thousand dollars on that, and now we kind of have a little cool little <laughs> backyard area. Did you do like landscaping and stuff, or just patio furniture? Uh, it, we bought a pergola. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we don't really have we had you know like a little awning whatever. So we bought the pergola, uh, which is basically just four legs and. Uh, curtain on top, basically. I don't know. It's like it's a retractable curtain. Is it mounted uh, to the house or is it freestanding? It's freestanding. Uh, Did you mount that bad boy down? Not to the concrete. Uh. It came with ground spikes if we want to do it on the on the lawn. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna like drill into the concrete. Then you're gonna be replacing that in three minutes. <laughs> that thing is gonna grab a hold of it and throw that bitch across your yard. That thing. The wind. Okay. Mother Nature. She's going to grab that thing and throw mm-hmm. it across your yard. Guaranteed. Hmm. So far, so good. <laughs> okay. It's been standing for about a week. Okay. Uh, I'm scared a, for you on your behalf. Bought a rug. Mm-hmm. Uh, which just having the rug out there is super fucking nice. I don't know why. it doesn't. It's not that much softer than the concrete. It's just softer and enough of the, for the concrete to be like, oh, this is a pleasant treat for my feet. <laughs> treat for your feet. Yep, it's a little feet treat. Uh, I had to have somebody cut down a tree this week. Oh. So that's also backyard expenses that mm-hmm. we weren't planning on, so that's awesome. So Couldn't yeah. do that one yourself? Couldn't was, pay uh, yourself in Clive Barker, it, Clive Barker art? It was above the fence, mm-hmm. so it made me scared. Gotcha. Like, I'm not a tree climber. Is this a full removal or just a, a trim? No, this was dead. Or, or okay. it, was, it wasn't dead. Apparently, peach trees are known because for like, I'm going to use the wrong words here. They mm-hmm. shoot off like their branches go really low mm-hmm. and wide. So I had two of them snap off. And luckily, they weren't above the fence. So I had somebody. The first one, I was just like, oh, it was windy. Yeah, that's what happened. And the second one, I was like, "This seems like a trend." <laughs> There's like a third of the tree is gone now. Yeah, uh, and I had a tree guy come, and he was like, "Yeah, it just needs to die." And I was like, "Human beings are the only things that we actually try to treat," <laughs> because if that was a person and their limbs were falling off, they wouldn't just say to kill it. I don't know. They would do that with an animal. Depends and what a they tree. look like. 
<laughs> they looked like Victor Crowley when he was younger. I'd say just kill it. <laughs> just be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> you really hate that kid, don't you? He looked. He was really fucked up. <laughs> get, get over it. This is making an appearance. A mm. uh, rare double bill. That's not. What it's I kind mean. of the whole premise no, of the yeah, show. You know what I mean? It's a double bill. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you alluded to it. I got my Clive Barker art this week. That's exciting. Mm. Yeah. So I got two of those. That's good. It was good for me. Uh, yeah. So this is what six pieces now. Six. And what's the penis count up to? Zero. You you don't have any penises on uh, any of your. I art? don't. So <laughs> I don't. How does that happen? And in total seriousness, like I kind of want like a perverted one, like just <laughs> just like I I don't think I could display it yet, mm-hmm. but just in the in like uh the idea of of kind of running the gamut of his work right like i have a scary one i've got uh i've got a a fantasy one you know Mm -hmm. and i really feel like i need a pervy one yeah in uh in our bathroom we have a little just a little print and it's just like a bunch of naked people swimming um which is fun yeah but that's not sexual like mine would be sexual probably i don't know if it was rawhead rex it's not that sexual it's just a dude who looks like a dick yeah but no that's not his artwork though yeah like yeah. It, that, that was his writing he says he looks like a giant phallus mm-hmm. or he describes him as a phallus he doesn't get it that blunt with it but it was the comic book artwork from another artist that made him look like that clive mm-hmm. barker's art is like i think my favorite one is like a guy that you like at first you look at it and he's painting a pumpkin mm-hmm. like but he's not. He's got the giant dick and this huge pumpkin-sized head of his cock that he's drawing a face on. <laughs> like, that's sexual. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of the penis ones come up, either. Ah! <laughs> not where I was going with that. Uh, I do have something to tell you about my up-and-down roller coaster week, however. Okay. It's been... I'm exhausted from this. All right. Then. Okay. So I was on Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> which I don't think the podcast listeners know, but I have recently learned is very dangerous for you. It is. So by the, on that note, I'm, I'm at $310 on that one that you're <laughs> referencing so far, which to the listeners, this is the one that I said was uh, like, might start weaning me into D and D or something. I'm at $310 and they're expecting two more expansions. So I'm going to be breaching the $400 mark on this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to cancel it and go down to $0. What? Yeah. Why? Because I really like, like once I was over $300, I'm like, there's some, this is stupid, right? Uh Like, so I could get three big badass games that I know are good instead of this one that looks cool because it fits my my style right okay i don't know enough about this and i and i was like i'm just paying for fucking army guys that look cool and then i'm caught up in like the the kickstarter fever of like growing and getting more stuff and Mm -hmm. they're getting this thing so i'm well aware of it so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna cancel everything you're not just gonna go back to the base game no because i they do a great job of integrating everything like it's you can't it's like just putting the tip in like Right, but here's the great thing about putting the tip in. You put in the tip, and then if everybody's cool with it, 
you can just keep going at any point. Yeah, most of this stuff's Kickstarter exclusive. So if I do that, then mm. I'm going to be having to pay the after Kickstarter fees and inflated prices. Mm. Okay. So I'd rather just not do that drug at all to begin with, probably. Gotcha. And I watched uh, like some unboxing videos of uh, their other ones that they did. Mm-hmm. And I knew what it was going to do. And it's done it for me a little bit. That I sit back and I realize, like, yes, when you're looking at them blown up and you're looking at them individually, they're fantastic pieces of art. Mm-hmm. I could never do anything close to that, right? But ultimately, when you open them up, they're tiny little action figure pieces of plastic. Yeah. Like, this is not going to enhance my gameplay. It is fantastic works of art. They are phenomenal. They're incredible. I think I'd rather have three huge, awesome $100 games. Okay. So... I mean that's reasonable. Yeah, it is. But I also feel a little a little grief stricken about it too. You know, it, last week you were like on your phone checking every twenty minutes. That's been that way to see if they if they reached the next stretch goal. It's a twenty one day campaign. We have four <laughs> days left. It's been that way every day. I was a day one backer, dude. Uh, it's been like that constantly. Um, Three point one million is our next stretch goal. Did you we'll say hour? It. Yeah. It's, I finally understand sports now. I finally understand sports. (laughs) I'm on this team. No, because I'm actually doing something to help with this. Like when the stretch goals come up or when the new add-ons, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I got to do it because my $40 will help this $150,000 stretch goal. I see. And you know what? It does help. $40 at a time. Yeah. Well, when you buy your favorite player's jersey, it allows them to have more money to spend on more players. It's true. That's so, true. Same. Um, so anyway, my roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. So I'm on Kickstarter as I frequently do, and I automatically filter to tabletop games newest. That's what I always do, so I know that when something new pops. And there's a Game of Thrones card game, and okay. I'm like, this seems peculiar. But I look at all of them. Peculiar. Uh, peculiar. <laughs> this seems peculiar. <laughs> You haven't gone your whole life with only reading that word, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so uh, this seems peculiar, I say. And I say <laughs> this seems very peculiar. And I look at him. So I'm, Game of Thrones doesn't need to kickstart this shit. Like no, anybody get no, the license for this. But it's it's these board game companies that aren't that big mm-hmm. that get these big licenses. If only you knew. So. I start looking at this, and immediately I'm well aware that something is fucked up with this, right? So the okay. first thing I do is I see there's no there's no video. It's a still image of Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, and then it's just audio. The shittiest audio you've ever heard. Yep. Have you seen this? No. Oh, okay. I'm just... And the moment you said there's no video, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a scam. Uh, and then I look at the cards, and I start looking at the cards design which are hidden below a bunch of text talking about attack and defend cards. So to what I can uh, put together this game is for game of Thrones mm-hmm. is uh, I give you it's war. <laughs> like I give you an attack and you have X number of defenses and whoever the highest one is wins. That's war. Mm-hmm. And I start looking at the cards. So I see. Yeah. That's just a still from hard home. Okay. The episode. Season five, episode eight. I also, what is the name there? The Night King, but it's spelled wrong. Yes. It's uh, K-N-I-G-H-T, which I didn't know. The background is just like stock random images. It's the worst looking thing 
you have ever seen. Like they spelled Cersei's name right. At uh, least. It's just blobs of orange with Peter Dinklage behind it, <laughs> and uh, it is ridiculous and absurd. So I'm looking at this, and this guy is. Uh, by this point, people have already jumped on him and asked about licensing and stuff. So he has a, this big thing about how he's licensing. Uh, he has it all worked out and he drops the guy's name from HBO that he got the approval from and everything mm-hmm. and just keeps doubling it down and tripling down on it. Um, he references that there's going to be an electronic uh, calculator patent pending that's going to be included in the game to calculate who's winning. Um, and the licensing is all worked out. Some of the rewards are... Uh, you'll get George R.R. R. Martin to sign one of the cards and it'll mail to you for $59. You'll get a, uh, the game plus Peter Dinklage's autograph, uh, a bunch of people who I don't know else from throughout this, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, George R.R. R. Martin's was $59 by the way. Okay. Um, so everybody's like asking this guy a whole bunch of questions mm-hmm. and saying <laughs> you're fucking ridiculous. And then it's amazing because everybody decides this Kickstarter, as long as we don't go over the funding limit, we have 29 days or whatever to fuck with this guy. So he got like 13 grand in like the first hour and a half because people can pledge whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, everyone's pledging a dollar just to be able to get on the boards. Yeah, no, that and people were pledging like $1,000 to fuck with him because they can cancel it at any second, right? So he's thrilled with this. Uh and more and more stuff. He, the more he keeps talking, things don't make sense. It's they're they're asking him things. People are end up contacting the HBO guy, and he's like, "There's no licensing. This isn't fucking happening." Mm-hmm. Kickstarter gets shut down. Surprise to no one, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately pops up on Indiegogo again. Nice. And here's the th- the thing is so badly written done. I don't think that it's a scam per se. I think the guy just doesn't have any idea how things work, like. He says patent pending when there obviously there's no patents been filed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand how the the game works. He thinks that he he keeps contradicting himself, saying it's not based off the show, but he's got pictures of the show. It's just based off. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So he he relaunches it on Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Same thing starts happening right where Indiegogo is not like Kickstarter. Indiegogo you get you get to keep all of the money. Yes, it is set up for flexible funding as well. But he's changed his goal. So initially it was. He wanted to raise $45,000 because he was going to uh, – he had to rent a warehouse for $1,000 a month, and he had to buy 3D printers and printers to print his game. They're cards. Yes, and he needed 3D printers. <laughs> this is a card game, 3D printers. It's f- It must be for the electronic calculator <laughs> embedded. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so the new Indiegogo for 45000 is now doesn't reference any of that. It references uh, he needs it for the licensing fees to pay. So now apparently he doesn't have the licensing. Mm. Okay. Uh, so people are getting on him, getting on him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and things take a sudden and dramatically odd turn. When audio is discovered from him streaming at one point... And they were having tons of people call CPS for him abusing a child via audio from him playing these games. And I never listened to it because apparently it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But like my high writing this like diminished immediately when I saw that. Yeah. So I hear that uh, the next day he launches 
somebody else that makes explicitly clear that they are not related at all to the previous campaign that was launched uh, happens to have the guy's wife name and is shockingly similar, including the fact that it's called Game of Thrones or it's inspired by Game of Thrones uh, is launched on Kickstarter again mm-hmm. on the forums and things. Uh, then somebody linked to a story about uh, him and his wife uh, being sought after because they have ran off with the children and nobody can find them. Uh, they're found <laughs> and he he's trapped in the comments because somebody asked him a question as his real name and he mm-hmm. responded as the creator or somehow like that. Yeah. And they were like, he didn't log out of the right time. Right. He was logged into the wrong he account. He was logged into the wrong account. Um, so I was feeling better because obviously he's not in jail or anything, which means it could have been that bad, I have to assume. Uh, and then moments before you got here, I found a new game on, on Kickstarter right now mm-hmm. that's called Stop Danny P. And you're playing a card game in which you're fighting against Danny P trying to raise funding on uh, <laughs> on crowdfunding platforms to gain IPs. And you have to try to stop him by making comments and by goading him into uh, saying shit. So it came full circle from child abuse back to being fun again. Yeah. And I've backed that Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, so it's been a wild week with that, man. There's... It's got all the intrigue of a movie that you'd want, but you're watching it play out firsthand. Yeah. I don't think I felt this invested in a, in a news story or some real time thing mm-hmm. since Bubble Boy. <laughs> you mean Balloon Boy? Balloon Boy, yeah. Do you remember Balloon Boy? Bubble Boy was a not great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you remember Balloon Boy? Though? I totally remember Balloon Boy. Where, did you live Balloon Boy in real time? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah, but you realize, like, uh. I, there's some shit about Balloon Boy that I don't or Bubble Boy, yeah Balloon Balloon Boy, Boy. <laughs> you got me all fucked up. <laughs> there's some shit about Balloon Boy like uh, uh, like it was it was probably real. It probably wasn't a prank. Like what are you talking about? It's probably real. Like the dad, like I don't know. I watched a video. It was like three months ago, <clears throat> like with interviews from the dad and and everything and. Um, analyzing all the the stuff, and it was like forty five minutes long or whatever, uh, and it seemed like we don't really truly know this this the whole story. That maybe it wasn't such a uh, fraud to begin with, and they were kind of railroaded into admitting it was a fraud. But okay, maybe, but it seems pretty black and white, man. Like. Kid wasn't in the balloon. The parents had plans, like they'd said that this was going to happen. No, the 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 whole thing is the boy said something on Good Morning America, and that led everyone to believe that it was fake. Uh, but it it was just like a, a kid saying something. But but the thing is, is they have the kid, the video of the kid. Like, all right, let's go launch this balloon. And then the kid's like looking in the camera and he says like, we're going to go play a trick. Watch this. Mm. And then he leaves like that. I don't know. I have forgotten most of the video, so I won't comment out of out of <laughs> Really? Because I feel like that's exactly what you But I feel like I, I want to link you that video after the show. Okay. And, uh, 
and maybe maybe you'll come around as well. Uh, or maybe I, I'll watch it again and realize that it didn't say what I think it said. It sounds. This sounds like the loose change of it's Balloon not the Boy. Loose change. This sounds like Balloon Boy's loose change. It's not loose change. <laughs> the power of Christ compels me. Uh, uh, you want to dive into feast? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, give me give us a synopsis of feast. I'll be back momentarily. Okay. Feast is a trapped in a closet monster movie, but not trapped in not the monster in the closet, because that was probably a better movie, uh, which is an insult that I specifically hurled at Russ, but he's not here right now. He's left the room and he's back, and he is now wearing a trucker hat. Yep. What trucker hat is this? Uh, Allied Beverages, Inc. Yeah, it's Judah Friedlander's hat from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's Judah Friedlander's hat from the but movie. But is it really Judah Friedlander's hat from the yeah. movie? Oh, okay. That's cool. You're getting your germs all over. I got it. some Judah Friedlander germs and sweat in my head right now. Nice. And a he lot of other... He goes through like 17 baseball caps a day. Yeah, I'm sure it's not the one that was in the movie. But it's A1 from the movie. Okay. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it is cool. And that's like Judah Friedlander's thing is a hat. I know. That's why he said he goes through like 17 so it's a day. double cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was great on 30 Rock. I really did like him on 30. I really like 30 Rock in general. I need to wa- I never finished 30 Rock. I need to go back and watch I it again. I didn't either. Uh, there's a couple things that I always reference from 30 Rock mm-hmm. that no one ever gets. There was one where like Tracy Jordan was impersonating a white woman. And Tracy Jordan is Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, Tracy, you're wearing monster hands. And he was just wearing like <laughs> hands that looked like they were from Feast. And that's what he was. <laughs> that's how he was dressed as a white woman. Uh, I will just be uh, going about my day. And then all of a sudden the song that they sing. I have to do this. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Why? Dude, I walk into your house, I mute my phone. How hard you like you walk down to the basement, you mute your phone. How hard is that? Uh, rock hard. So I'll just be going about my day and then my brain will decide that it wants to start singing the song from the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. My muffin top is all that whole grain low fat and it'll just keep going and going and going in my brain. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I always think about uh, is twofold. Number one is uh, like I got a bunch of dumbass people that work for me and I feel like I'm constantly telling them good job when they did a fucking shitty job, mm-hmm. but I still need them to do their shitty job or else I'm going to have to be able to do that, their shitty job too. Mm-hmm. And like uh, like uh, Alec Baldwin like didn't have a mom or something in the show, right? Yeah. And I think Tina Fey's mom was like hanging out with him and he's she's annoyed that he's getting babied and everything Mm -hmm. and she's telling him that and alec baldwin's like but i did do a good job finishing my muffin (laughs) like (laughs) i think about that constantly when i'm at work (laughs) uh, just like that i'm telling these pieces of shit good job and the truth is i want to fucking punch him in the face uh last one that i always think about also Mm -hmm. work related it's like alec baldwin like had a heart attack and he's dying and he's like my only wish is i wish i would have worked more (laughs) And I think about that when I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to work again. Fuck this shit. And I think about Alec Baldwin <laughs> saying he wished he only would have worked more. It's his only regret. 
Yeah, for that microwave company. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a weird Judah Freelander little segue. I've kind of always had a crush on Tina Fey, too. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, really smart and really funny. Yeah. Which makes her, like, extra cute. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just not, like, nobody's, like, frat boys aren't, like, like oh, Tina no. Fey, yeah! Yeah. Show me them titties, Tina Fey! Like, I have this obsession with Flo, the progressive chick. And Tina Fey is, like, two levels above that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's the same vein. Uh, episode 15, I ask a question. Uh... About who was like the least attractive person that you found attractive, mm-hmm. and yours was Flo. I never got to give my answer, by the way, <laughs> because I was railroaded by the female person that was on the panel. And two hundred and or hundred nine <laughs> episodes later, I get to say my piece. Over two years later, I get to say my piece, which is uh, Regine. I don't know how to spell her last name or say her last name, but Regine from Arcade Fire. Will Butler's wife. Uh, I think it's a music reference, so it's completely lost on me. Uh, I'm like in love with her, and I think it's like you were saying, like she's smart and she's funny. Like mm-hmm. she is so talented that it just makes like it makes me fall in love with her that much more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She's not traditionally uh, uh, beautiful, but I love her so. Like I'm in love with her. She's so beautiful to me because I think she's so fucking talented, and I love everything about her. Yeah. Don't cool. let my wife listen to this episode. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, so, Feast, uh, yeah, you gave little... us your amazing synopsis. What are your overall thoughts? Um, It's good. Uh, it's fun. It's not great, but no, yeah, it's fun. But it's fun. That's all yeah. it needs to be. It's got Jada Friedlander and Jason Muses in it for about 12 seconds. So Playing himself. Yeah, but then if you look at IMDb, he's like Bag Boy or something. Yeah. But in the thing, he's literally credited as, like, he's literally yeah. bioed as himself. And I finally, fig- like, I finally figured out what the fuck this is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been staring at this for 124 episodes. Yeah. And now I know what it is. Yeah, so he's looking at uh, an autograph from uh, the biker chick in Feast, who's the uh, director's wife. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so much fun. It's just fun. That's all there is to it. it does, it's not made to be anything else. It's just made to be fun. Yeah. Um, to start us off. Somehow they made three of them. Uh, so it starts off with like the eight mil, like a little eight millimeter thing mm-hmm. with like a dead monkey in the road. <laughs> uh, but that was cool. I, I, I kind of like uh, Justice League aside, which literally starts with uh, vertical phone footage. And I want to punch it in the face, especially because it's of superman and it's a retake it's a it's a reshoot so he has the you know the justice league thing. yeah you told me so yeah he he they cg out his mustache and it's vertical phone footage it's terrible uh but yeah i kind of i kind of appreciate when movies kind of start off with weird formats and stuff like that yeah i feel feel like it fits the aesthetic of the movie which is just a dirty grimy little nasty thing yeah um so uh we start introducing characters in the bar. You've got uh, drunk old grandma, Jason Muse, mm-hmm. uh, Bozo, the town Bozo, <laughs> Judah Freelander, <laughs> the beer delivery guy, beer guy, uh, a uh, crippled kid, yeah, Hot li- Wheels, Hot Wheels, uh, the, a little kid, yeah, the the black guy, vet, yep. whatever his name is, mm-hmm. 
you got a couple uh, waitresses. Bar, yeah. Um, Old man bartender. Yes. Who's the director's father? Who they say uh, gets a gruesome death in seventy minutes. So I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this. Stay tuned to know my feelings on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was like trying to realize. I recognize that shot from where I sit. What does that mean? Oh yeah, that's the thing I was talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love Jason Muses in this playing himself. And he's playing for dollar bills of pool. Like, <laughs> and like they pan over to him, and I was like, Is that Jason Mewes? <laughs> and then the credit. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't know. He doesn't do anything like kind of outside. Bang. Oh, I guess it is. It's totally Jason Mewes. There was, a, I, I think I've probably told this story. If we've talked about Jason Mewes before, but I'm going to do it again. There's. Uh, in Freddy vs. Jason, there's a character that's 100% just a ripoff of Jay from Jay at Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. He's got the long hair. He wears the hat. He acts like a stoner and everything, and he is a stoner. Uh, and there's this huge documentary that's literally like 10 hours long called Never Sleep Again about the series. Mm-hmm. And when they started talking about Freddy vs. Jason, they started talking about this character. And then Jason Muse is there doing the interview. And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, my inspiration for playing this character was, wait, what? Oh, that wasn't me. Oh, fuck. And that he just, that's the only thing he does in that whole documentary. That's great. But it's so cool. Of, it's so cool. Like, he, he just came in, and then the actual actor that did play that character or whatever finished the interview. But it was great just for that little bit. Um, did you ever get into DVD Easter eggs? I did, yeah. I love DVD Easter eggs. Uh, and so I had the copy of Jane's and the Bob Strikes Back. And it has an Easter egg uh, that is, you have to, it's a real complicated way to, to get to it. And then when you get to it, it's just Jason Mew's balls. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, a podcast that I frequent uh, is related to the View Askew, uh Kevin Smith thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all they reference periodically about how, uh, ben Affleck used to be notorious for just putting his balls on people's shoulders. Like he'd come up behind him and just put his ball. Like, so you'd be like, what's that? And you look over and it's just testicles <laughs> laying on your shoulder. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then we get our hero. We meet our hero, right? So what we're referencing here real quick as we're describing these people, they give these like these credits. Yeah. It freeze frames. And then it's like, name and uh, sometimes they give you a fun fact fun fact and then everyone gets a life expectancy uh which which is which is great because the the movie has fun with it too right like for for wheels it's like they wouldn't kill it kill a cripple would they yeah (laughs) like the little kid it says a long full life right uh and it's great because they totally subvert expectations and we start with our hero yeah and uh life expectancy is like uh happily ever after i think something like that yeah yeah like his name is hero and it's like here to kick it like it does everything but put a fucking crown on him yeah and he gives this huge speech and he's like who are you no it's not really a huge speech he's just like they're like who are you and he's like no he tells them that there's things coming they're gonna kill him yeah that he's right and they're like here's one of their head who are you i'm the guy who's gonna save your and it reaches in and it just decapitates it just destroys him uh, and then immediately the the film doesn't care about this at all then they go to his girlfriend or wife or whatever heroin and, uh, yeah, and, her, and they just credit her as heroin mm-hmm. 
uh, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and the, the movie just starts progressing by these people just getting they, fucking yeah, torn apart. They just, they just go and just like, oh, well, we're going to kill everybody now. Yes, and it's great. And it's so much fun. Like, uh, dude's having sex and gets shot from underneath the stairs and it hits his foot. Yeah. Uh, little kid gets eaten. Yeah, little kid gets eaten. Yeah. Judah Friedlander gets puked on. Mm-hmm. And just starts and dissolving just, and yeah, melting. And it's all maggoty. Yeah. He's got the best death. Yeah. He gets to ham it up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets to die twice. Too. Yeah, Henry Rollins. We skipped Henry Rollins yeah. is in this movie. As and a motivational speaker. And he's a motivational speaker, and he's so good. I really like Henry Rollins. Yeah, I think actor, he's man. actually a really he's good a actor. He's a really, really good actor. And he takes this movie just as seriously as anything else that you'll ever see anybody take seriously. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, really good. Uh, and he meets the dumbest demise. In a, this, that's not a negative thing. But like he goes out to save the day, and the the, the monsters use him as a fucking battering ram mm-hmm. at first, <laughs> and like the, it's so stupid. It's, it's great because like the doors like have a little bit of room in between them, yeah. and you just see his head kind of squish in there each time they hit it. It's so Pretty stupid. Uh, they good. Uh, the the heroine tells the story of like. How they got there, and mm-hmm. it's all like in super, super duper shitty VHS. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that choice. No, that it was. I don't know. Maybe it was too shitty. Okay, but there's a fine line. Yeah, there's yeah. a fine line. It there. could be. It could be. It can be VHS stuff. That's mm-hmm. fine. But it, in you know, even like shitty, scratchy, mess with the tracking stuff. But it was. Just, it was too shitty. Sure. Uh. The monsters are super sexual and look fucking amazing. And one of them gets his cock and balls ripped off. Yes, it does. And it seems almost sentient. Somewhat. It just <laughs> flops around like yeah. a fish out of water. That that uh, prop came up for auction, and I talked to my wife about buying it. And ultimately, we decided we didn't want to display it anywhere. Just about it on the wall it like a just, deer head? Yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't, man. Didn't do it. It was only like 300 bucks, which I felt was like super reasonable. Yeah, for a cock and balls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so ultimately, we didn't get that. Uh, but what I love about the creature design is there's like basically two creature designs because the first half of the movie, first three quarters of the movie, they they're wearing other animals as like disguises. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's Independence Day. It's it's their armor. Okay. It's it's their bio suit armor. Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't remember that at all. What? I mean, I've seen it. I just don't remember the bio thing. When I start picking movies, we're watching Independence Day. Okay. And I'm like, it's got aliens in it, so it's horror. That's going to be my justification. Uh, but then they shed that, and they're just these mean fucking creatures with giant dicks. Yeah. Just giant uncircumcised penises flopping everywhere. Well, they're like they're like parsnip penises. Mm-hmm. They're like, parsnips? Yeah, they don't really have a head. Yeah. They just kind of taper. Yeah. Isn't that what a circ- uncircumcised penis looks like? No. I think it is. It still has a head. It's just under some skin. Yeah, but that's what it looks It's just like, boop, like a little carrot. Yeah, these tapered a lot more. <laughs> than unless a carrot? You have, unless they tapered more than a carrot. They what? tapered more than a carrot? No, they tapered more than an uncircumcised penis. Mm. What tastes better? Um, I don't know. I prefer the baby carrots. <laughs> Which are just regular carrots that they cut into that shape. <laughs> That's a waste of carrot, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, because uh, it makes me actually eat vegetables. 
because you pretend you're eating a baby. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like little baby fingers. Um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I love eating baby fingers. Mm, they help me see in the dark. Uh, there's there's no plot we're speaking of here. It's no. just fun monster killing, and it it really is a good time. And the bartender's death not so gruesome. Not so gruesome. I did appreciate he like they're like in the big moment where they're gonna beat the finally beat the monsters, and he has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. That was uh, spoiler. You know who returns for the next two movies? The the bartender. The bartender. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he like get his throat ripped or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did. <laughs> you threw a you threw a bandana over that and you were good, bro. <laughs> That's right. You know who else returns? I hope the grandma. The gal right in front of you. Oh. <laughs> the one who literally blew up. Yeah, the one that literally exploded, yes. that's her uh i love the ending i love two things about the end of this movie number one is like the prettiest most the nicest her name is literally honey pie Mm -hmm. escapes and gets into the vehicle and she just fucks everybody and just drives away yeah (laughs) she just (laughs) she's in so they're playing like i'm looking at this and it looks like they're (coughs) excuse me their plan is to ineffectively roll some kegs and a barrel toward them to stub their toes or something it looks like i'm like oh that's their that that's like that's the the shortcoming of these kind of movies that looked super shitty blah 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 oh no like that was their plan because then she's she comes out of the barrel i was like okay all right that's a little that's a little smarter uh and she just drives away and fucks them and it's great the other thing that i love and i think if i remember correctly the audio commentary this is this was not planned this happened in real life Mm mm-hmm they're driving away. So there's the, the the people that lived are driving away into the sunset, right? Mm-hmm. And the car dies. Mm-hmm. And you just have like a two-minute segment where they're trying to get it started. She gets out, and then it starts all of a sudden, and then she they get in and drive away. In, yeah. And I think that was real. If I remember right, I might be making this story up. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy that end because <laughs> yeah. it's like because the mu- the music cue that they do too, like they start the music and it's like, all right, mm-hmm. here we go. We're- oh, and then done. it dies, and then it starts back up, and there they go. The music starts again. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm glad that you enjoyed this movie uh, because it, it really is nothing but just dumb fun. Like this is exactly what I love. Yeah, is dumb fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good question for you. Yeah, Jack Brooks Monster Slayer. Is it as much dumb fun as Feast? Uh, one might even say it's more dumber fun. <laughs> Overall thoughts. Uh, I, I, you know, what's hard comedy. Yeah. And after watching this, the snakehead one, I thought this was going to be another one of those. This thing is, uh, maybe, maybe it suffers from being a little boring sometimes, especially the, at the beginning, mm-hmm. but once it gets going, it's a lot of fun. It is fun. And especially I love nothing more than seeing a monster that think people are interacting with. Mm-hmm. And this has two amazing monsters and one pretty good monster in this movie. The pretty good monster being the one that's, uh, that, uh, kills Jack Brooks family. Right. Uh, which sends him into okay. a, a lifelong. Let's, okay. Let's, anger. let's, let's start this movie off. Right. Okay. The movie starts with a bunch of like African, like an African tribe. No, these are people from like Philadelphia that they <laughs> yes. stuck paint on. It's yes. obviously like these dudes it's are really bad. Nikes. It seems horrible. Like I felt dirty watching this. Like I'm watching this and my first note here is this better be a fucking movie set. That better be the reveal <laughs> that this is a movie set. Uh, nope, that's the movie. Good thing they have their white savior. So yes. So it starts with like Africans fighting 
the Cyclops monster, and then they run back to the village, and then they have to go get their white savior, right? Yes. And I was like, ooh. And then the movie starts proper, and like we go back in the day, and we start, and we're the Jack Brooks is a little kid, and then his family gets eaten, and how do they get eaten? By basically a black guy in the bushes. <laughs> I don't know if I, I didn't see it's, that part of it. It's, it, it it looked kind of like, uh, like, uh, like kind of anti-black propaganda, kind of. I didn't see that at all. This was a. This is if a werewolf and a Sasquatch mated. This is how your no. This is how your racist grandma sees all black people, like at night. Like that's what they all look like. <laughs> I don't to think her, that's, I think <laughs> I will. I will give you. In fact, I even said it before you did about the villagers. Mm-hmm. Seems a little dirty. Yeah, I don't see this. This this. I probably wouldn't have had it not started. That's with the probably beginning. true. That's probably true. So, I'm just thinking: Is that what this whole movie is going to be? <laughs> is this whole movie going to be made by a dude who's like? kind of super racist but maybe doesn't know that he's super racist yeah, he or doesn't the... realize that what he portrays the world to be is is a super racist portrayal yeah. portrayal of the world it's like that the, the guy in your head right there married a black woman and then realized like halfway through his marriage after they had a couple kids like oh shit i'm i have to come out as racist <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't really know turns out i'm racist so i can't be married to you anymore uh, I kid, my kid came in at night. I punched him in the face because <laughs> I was scared. Uh, I Trayvon Martined him. We can't. We can't gloss over this. The fucking Cyclops is amazing. Yes, he is so good. Yeah. Like I am more impressed by this Cyclops than seeing the Avengers shit, man. Like the fact that it is a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a breathing Cyclops. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. It's being filmed, mm-hmm. and it looks so good. It looks like something out of like a space Xena. But good. I don't I don't know that much Xena. I just have to assume that it's on par with Star Trek. I would say it was better than Star Trek because yeah. they didn't need to do the aliens that much. Yeah. They didn't need to do monster stuff as much. So. Okay. Uh but he looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. The the uh werewolf sasquatch hybrid looks pretty good not as good as the sasquatch or as the cyclops um but jack brooks it's is just a, black teen wolf that's all it is. anyway uh jack brooks is a plumber who's got uh some commitment and some anger issues mm-hmm. uh and he is going to a night class at the behest of his girlfriend with nothing but like basically teenagers with uh in a high school too like later when night classes through? are usually in like high school are and they stuff. yeah is that true okay well, like night classes like the like okay so this is this is a night class if he's the only like adult and everyone else are like juniors and seniors a real night class like there there were there were no like immig- like first generation immigrants in there like or uh like. 19 year old pregnant moms like there were there were not enough it didn't look like a typical night class hmm. and it was all uh uh it, it basically looked like it, they were trying to film a high school thing but then they realized like oh, our main character's 
33. Yeah. So well, I think it was what the the location that they had was obviously a high school, so that's what they dealt with. Uh, right, but you don't need to hire high school actors. No, no, I'm with you yeah. for sure. Uh, Robert England is in this for a pretty good chunk of time. Not yeah. not really what you called, and I no. think for the most part he does okay. When I, I I like because he can't act. He overacts exactly, and he can overact under Freddy Krueger's makeup, uh-huh. and he can overact when he's playing a character that's that's been possessed and turning into another exactly. creature because he's an overactor. He's yes. not an actor exactly, and that's why he's perfect in this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because that's all he does. He finds this fucking heart and he, he eats it. it he eats this heart. He's, he forces himself to eat the heart. Or some sort of magic forces him to eat the heart. Yes. Uh, okay, describe his house to me. Does, uh, is it underground? His house is is uh, at least has a sub-basement, for sure. Because... It also uh appears to be under some sort of renovations and and new to him but his office area is been he definitely prioritized unpacking that oh and getting sure. that ready to go yeah. it's his office i mean area he's, he's a crazy and his laboratory guy. for sure uh he's also one of those people that are incredibly obviously intelligent but then inept in anything practical like the fact that he has to <laughs> that he has to get uh him to come over and do that yeah it's a good thing marianne isn't here because that's you she would be laughing right now because that's me. I I often like to describe myself as the smartest idiot you will ever know. I taught you last week what the definition of the word disappointing was. <laughs> it's. I just wanted to express the fact that I feel like you were truly disappointed and I was way less so disappointed. I said the words, I'm disappointed that you said... It's not that I'm disappointed. It's just not as good as I was expecting it to be. Yeah, and I realized <laughs> and, as I was and saying I said, it, that's that the I was, definition of the word disappointed. I understood. I know. I knew. I took my licks like a man, and I kept going. Uh, the all I want to talk about is the Freddie England or the the Robert England monster. <laughs> Can we talk about the Robert England monster yet? Uh, the final his final form. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's basically troll from Troll One, and my neighbor Totoro put together. Okay. <laughs> but like, and Robert England. Uh, sure, I can see that. Uh, but he's just a big fucking head. Like he looks like a tree stump. <laughs> if you imagined a tree stump yeah, with a mouth troll doesn't troll turn into a tree stump no there is a tree stump in troll yeah doesn't he but turn into something I don't remember uh, yeah Trantor or Turok Turok um, he it, it is so good because it's it's got to be six feet a radius of six feet eight feet tall and the mouth is as big as a fucking Cadillac and it's <laughs> Um, it's incredible looking <laughs> because it's practical. Like the amount of effort that they put into that. And it kind of looks like right. Robert England. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so good. I, also, I need to say Robert England's address. Do you remember his address? Uh, 12. 12. <laughs> yeah. His address is 12. 12 Watson quarter. <laughs> well, it's a really old street. <laughs> 12. It's like that family guy joke. Like, remember, my great grandfather had one of the first ten telephones, and then they cut to. And he's like, "Oh, 
I'm sorry, I must have the wrong number. I was trying to dial four. Oh, this is seven. <laughs> and they hang up. Uh, can I say before we... Uh, yes. Going back. Uh, Robert England goes from Robert England, and then he, as he gets more and more possessed and more and more kind of... Uh, disheveled he slowly turns into marv from home alone <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like because he kind of like he it's i think it's just the way he's carrying himself in his posture but he starts to look heavier as the mm-hmm. film progresses because he and just that might keeps be a, taking and that might yeah. be a prosthetic too but even just just his posture definitely feeds into that he and definitely like starts, his eyebrows and his hair goes crazy <laughs> yes yeah. he does he starts mm-hmm. to yeah he uh, marv at the end of those movies yes. not at the beginning right it's it's marv at that at the moment when they capture Kevin, yes, in those exactly movies. when he's yeah. totally disheveled mm-hmm. and and done, uh, post being skeletonized. Yes, I'm really glad that you appreciated these two because I could feel like this could go to just you being miserable the whole time. Yeah, whereas it this could've. is this is definitely like what I enjoy is just the fun, the uh, fun and practical monster effects. Uh, one other thing I want to point out is so there's this there's the. Uh, the, the the basically me i was this person in school the one who was like uh but that's that teacher that's not right or you know teacher that's uh i don't think we're supposed to do this or whatever like that she's that character and so you know he he, he becomes a japanese tentacle monster and they're running away and she slips on a wet floor and so these they're being chased by these tentacles <laughs> yeah. and she gets up and she's just like oh my god i think i broke my thumb and her thumb is just kind of fucked up and then she's worried about her thumb and then it just gets taken by a tentacle and i really enjoyed that that she was being chased by this tentacle and stopped to be like i think i broke my thumb oh my god because that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to her in her life yeah exactly breaking her thumb is the worst thing that's ever happened yes. and then the actual worst thing that's ever happened happened yes. to her mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Did I ever tell you when I broke my pinky? Uh-uh. I broke my pinky at work. Okay. Uh, and so I, I just tripped. So I tripped at work. So it was all of this. And I fell forward. Pinky bent back all the way against my hand. Fun. Dead. Done for. Yeah. So <clears throat> I stand up and my my hand is a mangled claw. Like mm-hmm. I thought that at least uh, my pinky and my ring finger were broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like somebody walks over to me and they're like, hey, Russ can you help me with this thing? And I'm trying to be the nice boss, but I'm also like, my hand is a fucking lobster claw (laughs) and I'm in pain. So I hold it in front of me and I'm like, yeah, what can I do for you? (laughs) And the person totally misses it and still asks me the question. So I help them with their problem, tell them what to do. And they're like, okay, Hey, can you, this is going to sound weird can you reach into my drawer and pull my keys out? And they're like, yeah, why? I'm like, cause I need to go to the hospital. And they look at my hand and it's a fucking lobster claw all mangled and everything. And I just had this conversation and it was wonderful because I got to hang that above his head for so fucking long. I just got, to... I love that your stories are like, Hey, I was so happy. I got to torture this person for months. It was the best. It was, uh, uh my it, wife, it, my it, wife it, met me at the hospital then. And, uh, it was, it, it obviously hurt bad, mm-hmm. but also like I was well aware of how stupid it was that like yeah. it's my pinky, nothing is going to happen. So the doctor's like trying to move. Every time they're moving it around, my wife is laughing at me, <laughs> and then I'm simultaneously like, "Oh God, it hurts!" and laughing at the same time because <laughs> I know that this is dumb. Uh, and I ended up having to have surgery on on my <laughs> pinky for that. 
Nice. Because it broke it all the way down by the by the knuckle. Fun. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh so did you you remember elementary school? Did you play football with us? No. Okay. So we had in in at recess this big long field and it just happened to have at the end of it two poles and in the middle these two small trees. And it was a perfect football field. The we would make the trees first down and the poles were touchdowns and it was it was perfect. It was beautiful. We would go out there every recess and we would play football. <clears throat> And I remember, uh, he didn't. He he must have went to Woodland or something. Uh, he didn't go with us to, uh, to high school. But there was this kid named Chris who was like the coolest kid in fourth grade. I think that's the kid that I stuck my finger in his eye. Remember, <laughs> remember that story? I stuck my finger in his eye, and then it went, and my finger was all wet. <laughs> that's that kid. We only had one Chris with us, right? Yeah, I think that so. was him. That's him. This is leather jacket Chris. Uh, so he was like the coolest kid in school. It's a callback for everybody. <laughs> and so we're playing football, and they uh, call hike, and he takes off, and they throw this perfect, the best pass every any fourth grader has ever made, <laughs> right to him. He catches it. And then runs all the way down for a touchdown, gets all the way down to the pole on the opposite side of the school. As soon as he crosses the goal line, he drops the ball and runs into the school. As he passes us, we notice his pinky finger is now at a 90 degree (laughs) angle from his hand. So he caught the ball, obviously broke his finger catching the ball. Ran down for a touchdown anyway, dropped the ball and ran to the nurse. <laughs> Fucking legend. Fourth grade legend. And then in sixth grade, I almost poked his eye out playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that kid should not play sports in elementary school. No. <laughs> I didn't know that was the same kid. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh. Feast or Jack Brooks? Uh, I think Jack Brooks. I think Feast. That's interesting. I mean, I, Feast is way more your movie, I think. It is. Like, I love the I love the Cyclops so much, man. It's so great. Yeah. Like, even I, his back, like the spine. Did you notice his spine and his shoulders and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, everything about it is great. Yeah. And I really I really like the Japanese Totoro monster. I thought it looked really good. And he had a little, like, sperm sack tongue that he oh, used yeah. to convert people. Yeah. It was very phallic. Yeah. Like it reminded me of like a dog's penis. Sure, but like well, on the, a rope. like the dog's penis has that knot, right? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I think that's the right word. Describe a dog's penis again. Well, it tastes in like... more detail. <laughs> uh, all right, next week. Next week, I'm going to give you the choice. Okay. So I have a pair selected that I've been had selected for a while that I think are a good pair. I just don't know if I keep if I'm feeling it ever. Okay. But it's a good pair, or we can do uh, do a little roulette. I'll let why, you choose. Why do you give me these choices? Like, obviously, the more fun thing for ev- literally everyone involved is the roulette. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Yeah. All right. Well, fine then. Yeah. Well, I'm such a dumbass for thinking. Yeah, exactly. About options. All right. You, Hulu, <laughs> Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, horror genre in movies only. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Spin. 
oh, I've seen this and I don't know if I want to reset. Ah. All right. First what, movie. Oh, you sure? Like you've yeah. already seen it. I have already seen it. I took notes watching it. <laughs> Is it part of the, the two that you were going to no, watch? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, this is fine. So you have you. This is a movie that you have watched for the podcast. I've watched for the podcast, and then was like, and took nope. notes and decided that I didn't know if it was. It's okay because there's things to talk about here. It's okay. Okay. It's all right. So the first movie, one of the uh, IMDb rating of seven point three out of ten. Whoa! One of the most heralded movies of last year. Oh. In the genre, Heredity. Oh, I want to see that. It's on like the streaming system things already. Yeah, it was on Amazon Prime when I watched it. Oh. let me make sure that it's make sure we don't have to do any editing here. Let's get more. Let me tap well, tap I mean, some more info. You've already watched it, and I'll pay for it. Prime so it's fine. Video. Yep, it's good. Yeah. All right. Heredity. First movie. All right, Justin. You know what? Coming your way. This might be a Marianne podcast because she really wanted to see that. So yep. maybe she will come on, but don't count on it because okay. it might not happen. Got it. What did you call the movie? Heredity. It's hereditary. Oh. Hereditary. Yeah. All right. I am hitting the spin button now. Uh, This one has a 5.4. That's pretty good. That's, I mean, it's less than average, mm-hmm. but, you know, for what we get on these spins, not yeah. terrible. No. Uh, I thought it said Voldemort. Voldemort. It mm-hmm. does not. It okay. says... Valamont, okay, something like that. Valamont, from the executive producer. Is that what it says? From, oh, (laughs) it's in Spanish. From the, I think it's executive producer of Lost and Six Feet Under. Mm -hmm. Valamont. It's got uh, like a scary house and a bunch of teenagers. Scary house and a bunch of teenagers on the cover. This looks exactly like it was made in 2011. So this is the li- this is the I know what you did last summer lineup where it's just a bunch of attractive 23-year-old people mm-hmm. in a row getting murdered. Just getting murdered everywhere. Yeah. So um, what's one of those? And what's yeah. it on? For the uh, people? It is on the internet, on Prime also. Okay. So, so go to Amazon Prime and watch Hereditary and Valamont. V-A-L-E-M-O-N-T. Right. So we, I obviously know what uh, Hereditary is going to be. Mm-hmm. I think you probably have some idea because you know a little bit about it. Yeah. Valamont, however, I think is going to be uh, a haunted house movie with a killer. So it's both. You got the twofer. Okay. Uh, and then one they're gonna, of... They're going to Scooby-Doo it. They're going to Scooby-Doo it. Uh, and, and, the, and the haunting still might be real. But the mm. murders are also taking place by one of these people here, okay. uh, and it's going to be uh, one of the su- supposed to be surprise ending clever movies. Okay, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tack on to yours, right? So it it is a haunted house, and uh, a, a group of teenagers kind of all dare each other to go to this house. There's one girl who's super reluctant. But another girl who's also the slutty one, and she's like, ah, it'll be fine. And, you know, it's just an excuse for them to, like, spend a night in a house where they can all break off into rooms and fuck. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like you do. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, that's uh, what we did when we were 22. Yeah. I mean, lucky ones. Uh, so, uh, that happens. It's actually haunted. Uh, you're right. And there are, but you, then, uh, it's slowly revealed that, uh, one of them is like doing some of the hauntings, right? Ooh, yeah. So some, one of them is like, he, he's the guy who came alone. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like three couples and a dude. Okay. Are they all related to Jack the Ripper? No. Oh. No. Good. Thank God. <laughs> Fuck that movie. 5.4. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Not a 2.4. <laughs> uh, and the dude is kind of doing some of the hauntings. So they're like, ah, Chad, you know, what, why you got to be a dick, Chad? We're just trying to get laid or whatever. <laughs> Chad, that's a douchebag name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, so then murders start happening. And... Everyone blames Chad, but turns out it's not Chad. It's someone else. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's down to... You, you know, you just described the plot of a very famous horror movie, right? What? I, I don't know if I should tell you, because we'll, we should probably watch it. Okay. So then we're down to Chad and the girl who did not want to come, right? And the killer is about to kill them when the ghost kills the killer. And then they fuck. Who fucks the, the ghost? Fucks them? No. Oh, the ghost totally watches though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fist bump that ghost. Yeah, because it's because it's from Mexico. See. Si. So and it's it, they can get a little spicier down si. there. Everything's a little spicier down in Mexico. See. Si. I was trying to remember what Justin, what else you got for us would have been in Spanish, but I don't remember. <laughs> We had to tell my son to stop speaking gibberish because he keeps saying that he's speaking Spanish and then just says gibberish. <laughs> really worried he's going to do it's something like, wrong. You got you to let him know that that's, that's funny, but also incredibly racist. Yeah. So don't do that. He woke me up yesterday morning by gra- grabbing my cheeks and pinching them. <laughs> and then he's looking me in the eyes as I open my eyes and he goes, I could see what you dream. <laughs> you're raising a serial killer <laughs> you know i know i know you and your wife are super into that serial killer yeah. stuff yeah you're raising one i don't know about that he's pretty funny bro <laughs> he he ran into the room the other yes the other day and he was like dad 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 look at my nipples jiggle <laughs> bouncing up and down so man boobs bounce he seems very nipple obsessed oh he is He's got definitely a nipple and an anal fetish for sure. Yeah. Fetish is the wrong word. He fetish is exactly the wrong word. It is. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You just, that's uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, he likes it. Justin, what else you got for us? <laughs> it's on delay. Yeepaw, yeepaw. <laughs> <laughs>